Hello and welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. And I'm Erica. And today we are doing a bonus episode and we're talking about the original 1976 movie, Carrie. And Erica, I know that you have a few shout outs here in particular about, in particular <laughs> about the movie Carrie itself. So take it away. This was actually a fan request from Instagram, and it is from Nicole Marie. So here you go. This episode is for you, and happy late birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yay. I'd also like to take a moment for a few shout outs. Shout go for out, it. Shout, shout out. out. Shout, shout out. Jeez. Going on, as we haven't recorded in a while. <laughs> yes, it's true. Feels like we're out of practice um, in a way. As long as it's not a shutout. <laughs> like, no, like in hockey. True. Well, the Panthers, yes, swept the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, they did. Swept them away. Kind of a shutout. Anyway, <laughs> so cool. We're we're Florida Panthers fans over here. We're going to the Stanley Cup. That's amazing. We're excited. Here's hoping. I know it, it would really be nice if. It would. It, you know, it so would be good. Nice. I Listen, the night that they played that final game, I was watching just regular. I was, you know, getting ready for bed. Local TV was on. I wasn't really paying attention. Some program was on. They literally interrupted. Oh, you serious? Broadcast. They said breaking news. I'm thinking, oh, my God, something major is happening. Well, like, that was major. But like crime wise, way. right? Yeah. But no, it was to celebrate them winning. It's so exciting that they actually interrupted programming for this. It's a big deal. Yeah, it sure is. And we watched two of the games when we were on vacation in the mountains. So that was fun. Those were fun nights. Oh my God. So (laughs) exciting. I really, it really made me like, wow, I miss hockey. Hockey's a really fun sport. It sure is. I mean, we had an era there as a family when we just didn't miss a hockey game. I know. And we're big Jersey Devil fans at that time. Yeah. Well, now we're Florida Panthers fans. I mean, I think we always were. Mm-hmm. And now just seeing them go, you know, it's like they're sneaking in. Good for them. Like a cat. Yeah. You know, they're just slowly coming in for it. And they the way they revamped their logo is so cool. It looks like retro, but still new. Yeah, I love how I they like made the too. Panther now. Yeah, yeah. The point is, we're very excited for this. Why did I even go on this rant? I don't know. I love What the rant. hell did I just do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, what I was tr- oh the, sh- the shout, shout out, out. Okay. Like, and then I said shut out like in hot and that just sent us on a uh, on a tangent. Perfect, yeah, yeah. no problem. Anyway, yeah. yes, shout outs. Let me say it that way since I I really have this bad record of not pronouncing things right. It's, it's not okay. good. Should em- happen. It's embarrassing. Huh, anyway, I would like to shout out Ashley V. She gave us a beautiful review on Op. Wow. Apple, Apple, (laughs) on Apple podcast. Thank you so much. And we had a little mini conversation about Bucky's Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Really? Because she went recently and she posted a, I believe a story or a reel. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. Now I can understand the big deal. Okay. We have to, for a moment, pause here and we'll go on another tangent. It was hilarious that on our trip on the road up, we literally planned our route 
Yes, hold on. You have to back it up a little bit more. We went on vacation, what, two weeks ago? It's almost been a month already. Almost a month to North Carolina. So we had to drive out of Florida through Georgia. So yes, here you go. So we, or I should say I, said, hey, there is a Bucky's (laughs) on the way. And we missed that experience the last time we were up in the mountains coming back. And we stopped. And I think that our jaws dropped open wide open when we number one first saw how big and massive the building is yeah how many pumps there were we got gas yeah they have great prices on (laughs) gasoline yeah and we walked into bucky's it was like a theme park a gas station (laughs) store whatever theme park in there Mm -hmm. it was mad yes it was was insane there were so many people in there yeah the bathrooms were extremely clean i they like were the individual stall but spots okay i'm having sorry they were energy. spotless yes they had a sanitizer that you use just to clean down the top of the toilet which i missed which apparently. somehow you missed i don't I understand know. that are we surprised no i'm not but okay. i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> anyway and then the food yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, there's there's something for everybody there. The merchandise, like I wanted to buy so much stuff, mm-hmm. and um, I bought a shirt, two hats, like a little keychain, a patch. Like it's so exciting in there. Um, you get it's an experience. Swept up into it, yeah. And you know, in that middle section, at least the one we went to. So I don't know if it's the same everywhere else. They were making the pulled pork and the brisket sandwiches, and when what a brisket came out, <sighs> they would, they would like s- celebrate. It was celebrated. So like, oh my god. God, this is like a thing. As it should be. Yeah. And all brisket, is cute. All like the brisket should thing. be celebrated. And yes, the little squirrel. What is he? No, he's a beaver. beaver. He's adorable. He's so cute. Yes. I mean, anyway, the point is, thank you, Ashley, for that beautiful review. Yes. And I had somebody to talk to Bucky's about. We have now recommended that Josh from HMC Studios. I have to really like HMC Studios go because he was also here and missed he saw all the signs and he missed it too he missed it he will make an effort next time i wore the bucky's hat for our recent episode (laughs) it might be up by the time we release we release this so go check that out over on hmc studios on their podcast or youtube uh for the in the news segment i have the bucky's hat on i love it i i covered up bad hair and i had I had to show it off. Of course. It I great. Mean, so now I convinced him, hopefully, to go next time because it's a thing. It it's is insane a thing. It's insane in there. It, so. and, and I have to say, the sandwiches that we got, we ate them good. on the road. They were delicious. I mean, we gobbled that up. We did. We were starving. We were and, starving. And I have to say, I'm like a big brisket fan. Ah. So. I like pulled pork a lot. I know you do. Yeah. And But. Brisket to me is one of those things that you either are really good or you really Mm. mess that shit up. Yeah. It was good. Excellent. Yes. And the other shout out I would like to give is to the Extreme Horror Replay podcast. They gave us a Spotify rating, which made us hit the 10 rating mark on Spotify. So now you can like see it, which I don't know. I'm, it's exciting. So uh, For me, anything that happens guys. is great. Yeah. And thank you. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to do that. I... I get excited when anybody reaches out to us, like the fan request for doing Carrie, seeing the reviews, getting any feedback, 
Because, I mean, we do this for, for fun and for ourselves, but we love interacting with people. Yeah, we do. Um, so we love it. Hope you continue to enjoy the show. Let us know how you feel. If you are enjoying the show, please go ahead and give us a rating over on Spotify and, and Apple. And if you could leave a written review, then that's great, too. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Okay. We went on this rant. That's okay. If you have any requests, go ahead and DM us on Instagram. If you want something that you want us to, we can do them as like this a bonus review and mm. it'd be fun. I always wanted to rewatch Carrie. I think at some point we we were going to do this movie. Yep. So here we are. And here we are. Yes. Okay. So um, <laughs> what's next? What are we drinking? Well, I'm going to tell you. I started off my morning quite happy. Oh, oh yeah. I am having an iced and spiked <laughs> bourbon caramel coffee with a nice thick layer of foamy stuff on top. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode. If I did, I'm sorry, but I'm I'll, I'm drinking it again. If I if I did mention it, my coworker brought me a coffee from Jamaica. So it's the Blue Mountain mm. coffee straight from Jamaica. And it is... That is good I stuff. I look forward to it every Saturday and Sunday morning. I call it my weekend coffee. It's delicious. It is very it's good. so good. So very that's what good. I'm having this morning with some cream and sugar. I'm I th- ready. I think that's awesome. All <laughs> right. Would you like to take on the reading of the plot? Would you? No. Okay. I'm not ready for that yet. You're not ready for that no. yet? No. All right. Well, when you're ready, you know, you're always welcome to step in. But yes. <clears throat> in this chilling adaptation of Stephen King's horror novel, withdrawn and sensitive teen Carrie White faces taunting... What? Taunt... What? <laughs> taunting from classmates. Why are you confused? I don't know. I need do you- more coffee. Yeah, you do. Start mm. that over again. <clears throat> In this chilling adaptation of Stephen King's horror novel, withdrawn and sensitive teen Carrie White faces taunting from classmates at school and abuse from her fanatically pious mother at home. I had to really read that word. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm having a, a day. Yes, you are. When strange occurrences start happening around Carrie, she begins to suspect that she has supernatural powers. Invited to the prom by the empathetic Tommy Ross, Carrie tries to let her guard down, but things eventually take a dark and violent turn. They sure do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do they ever. So, Carrie is my first Stephen King book. But in reality, it was The Long Walk Mm -hmm. by Richard Bachman, which we know is his... Pen name. Pen name. Mm -hmm. But... This is my first real, quote-unquote, right, real Stephen King Yeah, penned book. under the name Stephen King. I remember when you gave me this book. Mm-hmm. I think that the one I, I have on my bookshelf is the one that I read I hope it is, because that's ago. really old. Yeah, it's an old book, which is so great. I love used bookstores. Mm-hmm. Walking in and smelling those old books. I'm a huge Kindle lover. But there's a nostalgia with books. Mm-hmm. And smelling that, you you know it when you oh, walk yeah. in. The, yeah, there's that. And those of you who are book lovers and love used bookstores in particular, you know the smell we're talking about. Yeah, it's a smell. Yeah. It's a good smell. It's not a bad smell. No. It's, it's a, it's, I don't know, there's something, 
Yeah, like you said, nostalgic. It takes you back to those days when you were first reading a book. Yeah. I don't know. And there's a lot about that. I wonder what the psychology behind that really is. I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I love the book back then. Uh, I remember when we finished, we, when I finished watch, uh, reading the book, you said, well, now let's watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And I always liked the movie. Uh, it always left certain impressions. When we watched it last night, I actually remembered almost everything. Yeah. But it felt shorter. It did feel shorter. Like right? the whole build up from the beginning to when she gets to the prom. To the prom. When I originally saw it, it felt like that part was longer. But I'm also I just recently did the audiobook. Cool. So I don't know if because I did that, I expected it mentally to be longer. Yeah. And that's probably where the confusion comes in. Because I've noticed that happens to me a lot. If we're, if I'm reading a book and then we watch the movie after or shortly thereafter, yeah. I, I get that weird, like, I thought this was longer kind of feel to it. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. Maybe. I don't know. Or, now we're so used to watching these super long movies that maybe even shorter movies just seem different. Mm-hmm. And it depends on your state of mind. I haven't watched this movie in years well for me i think it's been decades really yeah okay yeah it's been a very long time but that that tells you everything like it i just remembered i mean what some of the famous stuff from this i think this movie has a lot of those pop culture famous Mm -hmm. scenes and i also think there's a lot to learn in this coming of age horror movie yeah there is for sure yeah i I did want to point out that um Going back to your pop culture thing, our friends over at HMC Studios, this is part of their opening, the whole plug it up thing. Yes. You know, it's funny. When when I hear that part, I'm like, is that from Carrie? I hope we're, we're right. I guess let us know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that's sure from Carrie. So <laughs> the, the three of them chant it, pl- plug it up. Pl- and I, yeah. I always find that so funny. I, yeah. I just crack up when I hear that. I love yeah. it. It's good so. stuff. Anyway, good good, so good shout out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I watched this movie with my godmother and my two cousins at the drive in. That's so cool. Back when it first aired. Nice. Or aired. I don't know what you would call it. Uh debuted. 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 Premiered. Okay, yeah. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> I gotta say that seeing Carrie walk off the stage covered in pig blood mm. on a fifty foot um, not stage, screen, was really terrifying back then. I bet. Especially the way she would roll her eyes. Yeah. I have to say, that's probably one of the creepiest things about how um, Sissy SpaceX, SpaceX, okay, I'm the, now it's me, huh? Mm. Um, <laughs> evolved this character. Yeah. And, and the things that she did that made her sad and made you feel sorry for her and at the same time be completely terrified of her. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I didn't even want to say too much while we were watching it because I wanted to save it for here. But mm-hmm. yes, I, th- yeah. I think we'll get into a big thing in, yeah. in the prom scene, yeah. I, so, I believe. Yeah, so I have to mention something. Back when this movie came out, mm-hmm. you know, clearly we did not have the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet. Yeah, uh, telekinesis became a big deal. What? Yes, because now it was in your face in a movie, Hmm. and all of a sudden you had all these, I don't know if they were 
charlatans or not, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they were, yeah. coming out on talk shows. There was this guy called the amazing Kreskin that he could bend spoons. I don't know how real that Ooh. was. I was too young to understand. But yeah. I remember it became a rage, a very short one, yeah. of you know talk shows featuring this, people talking about it. So it brought to light something that could possibly be real. I don't know how I feel about that in particular. Yeah. Do I believe that the, our mind is capable of more than what it currently is? Yes. Yes. Given that I am, my understanding is that we use 10% of our brain power, mm-hmm. I would think so. So anyway, I thought I'd throw that out there because if you weren't living yeah. it, you wouldn't know. But I did. So I do know. Nice. <laughs> and how old, we determined yesterday, how old were you when this movie, when you went to watch it? 14? I was 14. Yeah. yeah. So f- for those of you trying to calculate <laughs> just how old I am, I am 60 years old. For the record, it's out there. I don't care. Who cares? <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm yeah. 35. I there think I mentioned it a bunch of times. But anyway, um... Was it impressionable for you? Oh, gosh, yeah. At the time? Yeah, And sure. because you are technically in that coming of age, age, mm-hmm. and so is this movie. I mean, she's 16, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, give or take a few years. Yeah. Did it? It resonated. Yeah. It resonated because first I read the book, of course. Yeah. By then I was a full on Stephen King fan. For me, my first book was Salem's Lot, just for the record. I think I've mentioned it on one of the other podcasts, but... This was one of my one of my favorites because it resonated. I was I don't know how to put this in the right way without it coming across weird. I don't even know. But I was pretty much a rebel without a cause mm-hmm. in school. Like I just didn't conform. I didn't always fit in. I'm sure there are other people out there that you know felt that way. But I I marched to my own drum. I didn't let myself be mowed over by people. But the attempt was made. But I always fought back. Hmm. So I felt for the Carrie character in the book and in the movie. Because it was like, just fight back. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it resonated with me. Very nice. Very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's head on over to Movie Facts. Yikes. This made me happy. Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave it a 93, and audience gave it a 77. I'm not surprised. It's pretty I high. think that um, Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie got nominated that year yeah, for their in... performances. Oh, sorry, I jumped the gun, didn't I? That's okay. You, All right. You started... The- you started our facts. Yeah, out. they okay. So there you go. That's one of the facts. They actually <laughs> got nominated for Oscars for their roles in this movie, and it would have been well deserved had they won. And it's nice to see that it was from a horror movie, since we never get any recognition in awards. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen, crap. given the way Hollywood is turning now in 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 awards and stuff. I just I don't know. It sucks, though, because there have been so many wonderful performances. It's Mm -hmm. just, even though I think horror has come a long way from being, like, dirty, quote-unquote, and, like, almost in that same as porn, I feel like. I feel like they (laughs) were kind of hand-in-hand where it's, like, this, because it's taboo, right? Horror is Oh, you... Back in the day, you, oh, you like horror. What kind of person are you? Right. That I think that's it because you're being it's a judged. Stigma. Yes, yeah. it is a stigma that you're being judged because yeah. you 
like watching horror movies. People right. who don't like it don't get it. But then I'm also one who doesn't get watching really dumb movies. Like, I don't know what they're called. Um, there's a name for it. I don't know. Can't help you there. <laughs> but, and that's okay. Like, everybody likes their own thing. I. It's just, it's always sucked that when you say you like horror, people always, and still do, look at you like, really? Does it make you wonder if they're thinking, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And it's, and I think that's the problem is because obviously horror movies have a lot of violence and it's, a lot of them is watching for kills and it's yeah. entertaining to see cre- how you can creatively, I mean, this sounds weird, but horror, it's a whole different. And I think that's why everybody's so friendly and close in the horror community and you just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. We, we're not weird. Right. We're just fans just- of horror. We like being scared. It's an, for me, it's an adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. I like seeing what new thing you can do to try to scare somebody. Yeah. Uh, to me, it speaks to the psychology of the people yeah. in the movie. I always find that fascinating. If it's like about humans doing horrible things, horrible, despicable things, yeah. it's what got them there. Now, when it comes to the supernatural is how does that happen? So there's always that curiosity that always yeah. plays for me hand in hand with horror. And yeah, so I'm a big fan and I always will be a big fan. Yeah. If you have me pick between a horror movie and something else, chances are I'm going to be watching a horror movie. And you know, the same stigma could be said about anything. And listen, I'm not picking on anybody. I'm going to make that clear now. But um, some people love romantic comedies. I find them, yeah, they're cute, but... Right. Like, that's in my scale of movies. horror, Horror will always win. I always tell people, don't ask me to pick a movie. Because it's... Right. It will always be horror. Um. And rom-coms and comedies are usually at the bottom of my list because I do enjoy them, but certain ones. It has to be something up my alley. Like right. I don't like the traditional um, comedies. Like now all of a sudden in my later, older age, <laughs> I like Adam Sandler movies, but mm-hmm. only certain ones. Like right. I, I love The Wedding Singer. I actually always did like that one, but like I won't watch the, the Zohan one that he did. Like that's stuff that I'm like, why is this funny? It's not funny to me. Right. I get it. But and but I love things like The Hangover. And with rom-coms, I love certain ones like The Holiday. Love that one. The Christmas one. And But then there's other ones I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Why? I don't get it. Like, yeah. all right, Boy Meets Girl. They have, pro- they have a thing in the middle where it's like, oh my God, I you suck. And then they still end up together. And everybody lives happily ever after. And I think right. that's what bugs me sometimes about some of the romantic movies and rom-com rom- right. is that there is no happily ever after. There's still life. Their problems keep coming back yeah. or they manifest in different ways. So right. there's no real realism. I'm not saying that horror movies are real, but at least I feel that they dive in more into the darker side of humanity. Right. That actually does exist. Yeah. Well, with romance too. I mean, if you're a fan of romance, that's what you're seeking. Right. right? You like that and that's the escape of that kind of movie versus us that I like, you know, death and despair and ghosts <laughs> and hauntings and a bad, a sad ending because yeah. they're, it's enjoy weirdly enjoyable. But again, I when I'm in the mood, I do like a good romance where I'm like, oh my God, that yes. is so 
lovely and I cry, like I still am a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what kind, yeah. basically. You know, bottom line. What you do you. Exactly. <laughs> or as I like to say, watch whatever floats your boat. Exactly. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, I do like all kinds of movies. Horror will always be number one. I really don't know what number two is. I guess just like dramas. And I like a good drama, good story. Mm -hmm. I like war movies. It just depends. It's a mood. It is a mood. It's always a mood. Yeah. Horror for me will always be first. Anything that goes after that is really just situational and how I'm feeling at that moment. Exactly. Sometimes I'll get into a thing about just watching like psychological dramas. Right. Not the same as horror. Yeah. And um, maybe I'll get into war movies for a while. And, right. And I love Westerns. Mm-hmm. So. It just depends. It, it's it, a mood. The mood. All right. So we yet again <laughs> went on a tangent. Um, it's okay. Other facts that you want to share. Okay. Yes. This movie was released on November 3rd of 1976. And I'm actually going to start including this because Josh and I talk about this all the time about run times. Yes, and movies. you guys do. Because I yes. sit there and listen to the podcast. Yeah, thank and you. Sometimes, thank you for no, actually, most of the time, I talk back to you guys. You oh, can't you. hear me, but <laughs> I talk you. back and I do it out loud, oh, which great. is probably creepy as fuck. You should record an audio response too. <laughs> In the news. Anyway, so this movie has a runtime of an hour and 38 minutes. I think this is the sweet spot. I'm not going to go on this tangent again. You can go listen to our in the news segments talking all about this. But Mm -hmm. I think it's important to know because, well, maybe I will go on this rant. Here we go. Apparently you are doing it anyway. A small rant. I won't. I'll join you. I'm hijacking. We're hijacking this episode into rants. Apparently (laughs) Apparently so. Lately, because of lack of time or lack of being able to consume media, two-hour movies are very difficult for me. I like an hour and a half, an hour 40. I think it's a sweet spot where it's not too long, especially during the week, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I do want to watch a movie. I'm not into shows at this moment. I I just want to watch a movie or play a video game. Mm -hmm. And the deciding factor is... How long? How long. Right. So this is a quick movie that... You don't even feel it. It feels shorter. Yeah, you kind of. I, I actually, I, I'm going to go on record. I agree with you. An hour and thirty minutes, max an hour and forty five. Yeah. On a weekday, I don't have a problem if it's longer on a weekend. But right. I'm an old lady, and usually by nine thirty, nine nine thirty, I am nodding off. Yeah. Like I'll just fall asleep for five minutes, wake up. It's like what happened. Now, I haven't done that during our movie night when right. we when we're I think doing it's because we're talking, so. It's, and also, I mean, let's face it, they're horror movies. They're horror it's movies. really hard to fall asleep during a horror yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. Those are, my point was, though, that's the time frame for me. Oh, yeah, it's it's hard. And even on the weekend, like, because again, you have to pick and choose what you're going to do with your time. And it's just, there's so much to watch yeah that um and i try to split my days into okay maybe i'll block this out in my mind for a movie but then i'll so it's an hour and 38 minutes very easily (laughs) consumable movie (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm including it so that you know in case you know you're curious yeah this movie had a budget of 1.8 million and gross 33.8 million so that's some nice damn that's a nice change man sure did (laughs) 
Carrie was Stephen King's first book and was paid $2,500 for the film rights. He was 26 at the time. <laughs> so he didn't know better, probably. And it's probably, I think this is, this is the movie that started it all for this man. Yeah. I mean, this is it. There have been, I, I'm sure we can just Google this, countless adaptations. He has to have the most adaptations mm-hmm. out there. I it's it would insane. be interesting to, to find out if he does, but I, I can see that. It's insane. I'm going to throw in, because I was curious, as I know Stephen King is very vocal, especially about The Shining. Yes. And his a- absolute dislike of the adaptation <laughs> that your guy, Stanley Cooper, Stanley wow. Cooper? Oh my God, Stanley Kubrick did of his book. Yeah. But. He was a big Brian De Palma fan, Mm -hmm. and this is a Brian De Palma movie. Yes. And he found it to be, he, I'm going to try to say this the right way. Okay, stop it. You're contaminating me. (laughs) He liked it quite a bit. Oh, okay. We'll take it. Um, He he went on to say a bunch of other stuff, like, uh, because of the budget for the movie in the book, they literally, she destroys pretty much the entire ta- town on her way home. They didn't have the budget for it in this movie. Mm. Carrie was a blonde, um, chubby girl with lots of pimples all over her neck, her back, her butt, mm. everywhere. So the characters were different, but he still liked the adaptation that Brian De Palma did for the movie. So there's my two cents. And we'll be right back with more movie facts and movie discussion after this quick break. Yes, we are. Okay. Let's continue with some movie facts. The White House, meaning the whites. Well, the yes. Because her name is weird. It does. Her name is Carrie Carrie White. White. So you are referring to the white, the white's house. Which is very cute. It is very cute. I would. Very gothic-y. I would would live there. Mm -hmm. Was filmed in Santa Paula, California. So we were right. We did call it that this is in Cali. To give the house a gothic theme. Haha. The director and producers visited religious souvenir shops to find artifacts to decorate the set location. Listen, I don't know where they went to find <laughs> some of the stuff that was in there because that little prayer closet of hers was was that Jesus on the cross was terrifying. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty scary. I mean, religion really played in a lot to this movie. Mm-hmm. More so in the book, mm. but it's in your face there. And the fanaticism is Yeah. It's enraging at some points. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a bit much. A bit. The final scene in which Sue reaches towards Carrie's grave was shot backwards, and it was to give it a dreamlike quality. I didn't even notice that, but that's pretty. It cool. did have a dreamlike. It was very different. I mean, it was. I mean, it had, yeah. It, you even said, "Oh, look at that soft filter." Yeah, but I didn't notice the backwards thing. That's kind of cool. Well, you wouldn't really see it because then it's put in the proper order. But yeah, yeah. Sissy Spacek isolated herself from the cast during the filming as a way of preparing for the role. When Norma gets killed with the water hose, her reaction caught on film was 100% authentic. She was injured with the water hose. Uh, her eardrums were popped. You know what's funny? That sucks. It, it does suck. Um, before this scene happened in the movie, maybe I remembered it subconsciously. Because you were saying that must that must hurt, yeah. right? And I said, well, it's got tons of water pressure. Yeah, that that fire extinguishing hose. I don't know what the hell it's called. Fire hose. Yeah. Okay. Good one. <laughs> fire hose. 
Dang. <laughs> All right. You go and you said, that must hurt. And I'm like, yeah, could you imagine that shit hitting you in the face? Yeah. And bam, the next scene is Norma getting pulverized by it. That sucks. That was weird. Yeah. Brian De Palma paid homages to his idol, Alfred Hitchcock, throughout the movie. And it's very, you know, and it's funny. I was going to point it out when when I did see it. One of them was that the pig place, the mm-hmm. slaughterhouse, yes. was called Bates. Mm-hmm. So that was one of them. There's something else that was called Bates at maybe the high school and, of course, the music. Yeah. So. That that music was in your face there. That was yeah. really neat. I love when they throw in those little. Me too. Homages, yeah. Very cool. The prom dance scene, I was actually really, I'm happy they addressed this because I was very curious how they filmed this. I had a feeling that's how they did it, but it actually got me a little bit dizzy. I'm like, are they going to stop spinning like any day now? (laughs) When uh, Carrie and Tommy are dancing, Mm -hmm. uh, they, you know, the camera spins around them. Right. And it was achieved by the two actors. They were on a rotating platform, rotating in one direction, but the camera was going in the opposite direction okay now that you say it i can see how that would yeah. work not that i could pretty see cool. that it happened but yeah, yeah that's pretty that is pretty neat i love these old school techniques man. yeah and well that's what made the movie age well it's all practical effects and not much of it anyway right so it's pretty cool yeah uh, Sissy Spacek also, I didn't write it in the outline, so excuse me for a moment here. Mm-hmm. She did not use a stunt double for the graveyard finale. Oh. Yeah. She was like, let me see. She was placed inside a box oh, at the God. bottom of a hole in the ground where she waited for the camera to be set up to film the scene. So wait, that's really her arm? Because that's all mm-hmm. you see. Yeah. It's really her arm. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That, interesting. I thought that was very weirdly interesting. And then for the final fact, unless you have something else, nope. there was a sequel, The Rage Carry 2 in 1999. Never saw it, never cared to see it, to be honest. There was a TV movie made in 2002, which I never even knew about. The 2013 remake, which you and I went to watch in the theater, I believe, or something. It was all right. I, I don't really remember it that much. Did you did you watch it? What? <laughs> I don't remember seeing this with you in the movie. No. Okay. Well, did you watch it at all? Nope. Wow. Okay. Well, we can revisit. And if it I did, I blocked you it out blocked completely it out. because I had absolutely I would have no interest in seeing this. I'm remade. pretty sure we went. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is really concerning. <laughs> no, I just think you you probably deleted it from your now, brain. Now, I found this interesting. It was mm-hmm. a Broadway stage show? In 1988, but it didn't last very long. Like, it only had a few show, like, previews and a few showings. And oh, that man. Was yeah. I think that would have been neat. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, and those are our movie facts. I love when it has a lot. Oh, and the blood is corn syrup. The old... The old standby. Corn okay, syrup. <laughs> you know though it did have that glossy corn syrupy look to it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Shall we dive into our movie observation? Yes. Twenty hours later, here we go. Here we go. Would you like to introduce our cast of characters? Yes, absolutely. So here we go. There's a lot of people in this movie, but I'm going to keep it to the main main folks that are in it. So yeah. Carrie White is played by Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret White, Piper Laurie. Sue Snell is by Amy Irving. Mm-hmm. Tommy Ross is played by William Cat, 
Is it Cat? Yes, yes. Cat. Mm-hmm. And Billy Nolan is portrayed by John Travolta. Mm-hmm. None other. Yes. And then Chris Hargison, I hope I said that right, is played by Nancy Allen. And Miss Collins, the PE teacher, yeah. is, play, is played by Betty Buckley. Excellent. Yeah. It's amazing that John Travolta is in this. It is. Yeah. You know, um, what I also read about Stephen King is that he loved how John Travolta played Billy Nolan. Oh, yeah? Yes. That's good. He liked it because he, and, and he felt that he needed more airtime in the movie. That was his one complaint. And I honestly thought he was in it more. I did too. I, I thought really did. I thought the character, and again, this is probably because I just recently heard the audiobook of it. I thought that he played more in the movie itself. Yeah, I thought so too. He was a despicable character in the in yeah. the book, like just gross. And you know what I found interesting is when he drinks that beer. Ugh. It was so repulsive yeah because it like literally just spills all over his chin and he keeps drinking it like a slob yeah he did a great job of portraying this um character so uh, kudos to him man he plays good bad guys he does remember that movie face off Mm -hmm. whoa was he bad in that one he was bad in that and i'm i'm gonna go in there because it's my favorite movie his role in pulp fiction brought him back to life yeah because he had just kind of went mia for a long time really yeah mm. before that and that revived his career oh, such so, a good movie. and that's one of my favorite all-time movies i love it and the soundtrack yeah. for that go listen to it people it's amazing i'm so glad i got to watch that as an adult now mm-hmm. because i don't know why i watched that as a kid kid ish it's very inappropriate but Honestly, I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I just liked the dancing scene with Mia and all mm-hmm. that, but I didn't really understand what was going on. But watching it, I can so appreciate that movie for what it is. And that's actually one of those really long movies. It's over two hours. Yep, but it is so good. But you don't feel it no. with that one. It's very, it's well-paced. It's The conversations are great. No, that's I mean, here. we need I, a spinoff podcast. We probably should to have do one. Random movies, movies here and there. that we just like. Eh. I know that not Quentin Tarantino is not everyone's favorite. He's not. He's and, not and, mine. <laughs> and frankly, I couldn't care less. Okay, I because I do. I yeah. I like his movie style, and the one thing that I like about him is one, his conversations are insane. Yeah, they are so good. You can buy a beer at McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. In a Pulp Fiction. Exactly. That's and funny. how about tipping? Why don't we tip? Like in yeah. um um. What's the name? Reservoir Dog? Yes, Reservoir yeah. Dog. That whole conversation about why aren't we tipping everybody or don't tip at all. Yeah. You know, these little just things. just pay them more. Right. Or just yeah. pay them more. Yeah. Um, all these little conversations that I think people have yeah. are part of his movies. And, and then there's music. This man has an ear for music. He knows how to match it. And yeah. that goes a long way with me. So there's my rant. On Quentin Tarantino and not the movie Carrie. So let's go on with it. We have a famous opening scene, at least it is to me, I think it is in horror, that this poor girl, you see that she's isolated immediately because Mm. she's taking the shower on her own, modest. I think think that's the point that she doesn't want to be seen naked. Mm -hmm. 
um, because the rest of the locker room is just like, it looks like a party in there. And these girls are all naked. And I was, we were talking about it. When I was in high school and middle school PE, we had locker rooms, right? Where you would change. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember any girl walking around naked like that. We, we also didn't shower. We would, which is really gross now yeah. in retrospect. You would do PE and then put your clothes back on and go to class. Yeah, that's pretty gross. But I would take my stuff and go change in a bathroom stall. Like right. I didn't feel comfortable. I mean, I don't even remember many girls just openly changing in front of each other mm. that much, but definitely not naked. Yeah, no. In this movie, you've got full <laughs> frontal naked chicks running around. And for 1976, I, I was I had forgotten how in your face that thing yeah. was, and yeah. it kind of took me back because I just didn't remember it being that. At all. Like that. And like, listen, oh, I'm no prude, okay? No, it's But just like, it was oh. just like, holy shit, I didn't realize this. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I was just like, oh shit. Uh, I wasn't expecting like full full frontal in, mm-hmm. uh, in this movie. It was just so random. Like, okay. But she's taking her shower. She gets her period, but she doesn't know it's her period. This poor girl thinks she's dying. Yeah, because she's, she's like bleeding. bleeding. She doesn't know. Because she doesn't know what the what a period is and she's... Poor girl is coming out of the shower with blood on her hand and asking for these girls to help her because she, like I said, thinks she's dying. The PE teacher intervenes, but initially it looks like she's laughing, Mm -hmm. but then I think she realizes what's going on. But these girls are vicious, man. Yeah, no, what they do to her is horrendous. I mean, it's it's brutal. Throwing tampons at her, saying to plug it up, throwing Mm -hmm. pads at her, and... It, it, and it's it's so well done at how malicious yeah. they do it. They're laughing and just throwing it like if it was a fucking baseball <laughs> at this girl. Thank God it wasn't a baseball. Thank God. Um, I mean, how humiliating. Yeah. I'm going to interject because when in the book, the PE teacher is actually repulsed by Carrie when she's seeing this happen happening at mm. first. And she's kind of into it too and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden she snaps out of it Mm -hmm. they didn't do it as much here and i think they should have yeah i think it would have added more to that character it was confusing how her reaction was so they should have defined it a little bit a little bit better yeah yeah so but it's a brutal scene i think so i mean that's so embarrassing like and not everybody knows at certain ages about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I This whole movie, I'm going to say, <clears throat> I also disclaimer, I've become a super sap mm-hmm. as I've, as I've gotten older. As you've older, aged. As I've aged. I've become very <laughs> sappy. So a lot of things make me like, oh my God, that's so mean. Or it makes me like emotional or cry. This whole movie, I felt so sad yeah. for her. And that situation is is terrible. I remember in middle school, I had a friend who didn't know that much about periods. Mm-hmm. And when she started hearing about it, and I just told her, oh, you need to talk to your mom, you know, because she was like, oh, people make me feel bad because I don't know what it is. And I go, well, I don't, I think your mom should explain that to you. Like, it shouldn't be any of these girls or even me, because I mean, that should come from your mom. Right. And she felt embarrassed. And that's so sad wow. that this is something that happens naturally and here we are. Yeah. Like, that's it's a bad thing. So the, the teacher realizes that 
Carrie doesn't know what this is. So she consoles her and basically, I'm assuming, tells her. Yeah, obviously. She had to tell her. Right. And she gets a free pass to go home. But while they're in the principal's office, Mm -hmm. Carrie and uh, Mrs. Collins, you know, he's dismissing her. and She dismisses Carrie from Jim for a whole week. The principal calls her, what, Cassie? Cassie. Twice. Right. And Carrie corrects him the first time. But then the second time, she's mad. She's boiling up. Yeah. Because, weirdly enough, they're smoking, the PE teacher, yeah. and the principal are smoking in his office. Very common back in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was very jarring to see that now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, and there's cigarettes in the ashtray, and you see the ashtray starting to vibrate and vibrate as the rage in her. Because they're kind of, he is very patronizing towards her. Yeah. I felt. Mm-hmm. I thought so. He couldn't even remember her name two seconds later. Right. And You're when that happened, you know? yeah, the second time he calls her Cassie, she just, that thing just flies across the room. And that's yeah. that first little hint that, whoa, what's going on here? Right. Right. And you you as the audience too, you're like, oh, so she gets mad. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. She can move stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mrs. Collins punishes the girls uh, the next day at, at gym by, well, I thought the punishment, the initial punishment was right. Mm-hmm. And they decided not to do that, which was that they were going to suspend them all for three days and revoke their prom tickets. Honestly, I wouldn't even do the suspension. I think the prom tickets would have been mm-hmm. more than enough I would to have, hurt them. I think, me, I would have compounded that. No prom. Mm. Every day, those 55 minutes of uh, detention. in the PE field. Yeah. Like working okay. them to death, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would have mm. added that, both of them. Yeah. And that's what they ended up getting instead. They got detention mm-hmm. for a week for... What, 55 minutes? Of P- intense PE. PE, right. With her. Right. And uh, we. this is where we meet Sue mm-hmm. and uh, Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris is the one, she's like the leader yeah. of the mean girl, but like the real nasty mean girl. And mm-hmm. she doesn't, well, none of them want prom compromise, but Chris is exceptionally like, I'm going to prom. Like, this isn't happening. Yeah. But she also is defiant and like, I'm not getting in trouble for this mm-hmm. for her. And she tells the teacher, I'm not doing any of this. Right. So the teacher says, okay, well, you're not going to prom. Right. She revokes her prom card mm-hmm. because in the field, they have like some kind of altercation. The teacher yeah. smacks her. Yep. And she's like, this isn't the last you hear of it. Mm-hmm. I got to say, all these girls for doing PE, they look fabulous. Their hair is very Farrah Fawcett on point. Yes. No sweating. Like, because they're doing a lot of activity. A- intense. In punishment mode. Yes. Yes. But none of them are sweating. I love their little shorts. Mm-hmm. The very 70s shorts. You mm-hmm. know, I'm always looking at this shit. Yes, you are. Love you it. You did All comment them. on it. And we talked about it for a few yes. minutes there. Yes. The makeup. Like, nobody's sweating or really doing real PE here. <laughs> There's no way. Because. Like, like, what are no. you guys doing? <laughs> Anyway, so Chris stomps off to plot her revenge. Right. And you can see, and Sue, I guess they're friends, right? Are they? I think they're like a little, you know how in school there's cliques and there's a group of cliques that talks to the other one and then the other one doesn't. I think that's kind of what it is. Kind of there. Yeah. Because Sue basically, when when Chris is arguing with the teacher about this whole thing, uh, Sue is like, "Just, just shut up. Right. Let it go. Like, 
just shut the fuck up basically is what she's Mm -hmm. saying and you can tell sue is remorseful i think uh, i mean clearly she's the one that plots the rest but but you can see it yeah that she realizes oh this this we deserve it this is bad she's the the only one that feels like they deserve it yeah the 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 pe teacher does call her out on it i think and, think so. Or am I remembering the book? Because I know in the oh. book she gets a big lecture from the PE teacher. Mm. Like she was surprised at her. And Sue oh. was supposedly the nice girl. I think that's in, in the book because I don't think there was a Yeah, big maybe lecture. not. And yeah. again, I apologize that I'm getting confused because I just recently heard it. So yeah. um but either way, there is that whole tension between the PE teacher and um what's her name? Um Chris. Chris. And, right. Yeah. So Carrie goes home. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, beautiful house on the outside, but when you go in, I mean, number one, it's super dark in there. Yeah. And it's full of religious pictures, artifacts, everything. The mom does get a phone call mm-hmm. about what happened at school. We don't hear it, but it's implied by her body language, everything. And when she gets, when Carrie gets home, I mean, this mom makes her feel. Yeah awful mm-hmm. for having her period she's like you're a woman now and now she and she tells her all about this like sinning of woman and eve and it's just like it's incredible thank you for not being that kind of mother i'm gonna put it <laughs> on the record <laughs> and you're welcome but please <laughs> that is i mean it was scary she does such a good job she did at being this fanatical mom and it just made me feel worse because i don't know if it was in this scene at some point Carrie is always trying to just talk to me. Right. Right? Like, I think that's what all children at the end of the day want from a parent is just to be able to talk to them. To be heard. To be heard or mm-hmm. be validated as a a human, not yes. just, oh, you're the kid. You're the kid and you do what I say. Right. And I felt so bad for Carrie. Like, if I didn't already feel bad, mm-hmm. this just made it worse. And she gets thrown into that prayer closet with the scary Jesus, I'm Let, like... Let's talk about that prayer closet. I mean, what the hell? They did a good job because it looks scary as hell. And poor Carrie's like lighting the little candle and she she does it. She does what she's told. But I think with a lot of fear yeah. and like, uh, I'm just doing this because mom said. That that Jesus on a cross, it's yeah. like a... It's like a a doll Jesus, and yeah. it's been, it's on the, I guess it's on a cross, but it also has these, like, um, uh, what are the arrows? Arrows? Yeah. Throughout his chest and cavity, you know, mm-hmm. all the front and his abdomen. Yeah. And it just looks weird. And then his eyes are lit up. Mm-hmm. Which really, <laughs> I mean, that closet is dark as hell. There's only a candle. And it just makes it worse. It's horrible. But I also have to, I have to point this out. There is a scene where, um, what's her mom's name? I forget. Well, I'll call Uh, her Margaret. Margaret. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Goes to a neighbor's house selling or giving out or talking about. Religion. and, And repenting with sin and all that kind of stuff. And this is where you get your first glimpse before Carrie gets home Mm. at margaret white and who she is and what she is so it kind of sets you up Mm -hmm. for the scene that follows with which is this throwing her into the prayer closet calling her a sinner you're a woman now you've been thinking about boys and this kind of stuff and yeah and it's like what the hell man yeah yeah she's nuts 
You Chris, think? <laughs> Chris is uh, plotting super revenge with her over, like, much older, I believe, boyfriend, Billy Nolan, who is John Travolta. And we see them go to the slaughterhouse to with a bucket. We don't really know what the plan is. I mean, yet. we know already, right, but we but, don't know what it is. Right. And when we meet them together in the car, like they're disgusting. Like he hits her twice. Yeah. And she's okay with it. Uh-huh. I'm like, but she slaps him too at some point in yeah. the movie. But it's just like this is very toxic. He's gross without without being like disgusting, if that makes sense. Like the thing with the beer, mm-hmm. the way he drinks it, it's just his attitude. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. Like he's a they're both great villains. Mm-hmm. The the slaughter scene always I don't like it. I mean, you don't see anything, but it's the intention. But you know, I'm very sensitive with and animal. you hear it. Yeah, I'm very sensitive with animal triggers. I get triggered with that. Like it's it's a thing. But we don't know what what the plot is mm-hmm. of. They of end Chris. up killing a poor pig. Yeah, and we don't know anything. And Billy's the one who that. does it. Yes, because R- the other guy relentlessly. That- yeah, because the other guy that went with them, like, guess chickened out. And so Billy did it, like, with no problem. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. While that's happening, Sue also, I'm not going to, I don't like using the word plot because it's it wasn't with bad intention, we learn. Mm-hmm. She asked her boyfriend, who's this popular guy, Tommy, Tommy Ross, you know, blonde, curly hair, you know, the big 70s The guy from hair. the 70s, Yeah. Yeah. You know, popular athlete, blah, blah, blah. But nice. But nice. Yes. He's not like a he's not typical high school yeah. jerk that you always think about. But he, she asked him, I want you to take Carrie to prom. And this is her way of making up for the bullshit that happened mm-hmm. in the bathroom. So that she can actually experience something nice. I think that was the bottom line. Yeah. And I, I think initially he was... He was against it because they were doing homework together one night, Sue and Tommy watching TV that you were freaked out about the TV, what was on or something. It was a show. It was James, James Gardner. Gardner. Yeah. And he says, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's funny when he asks Carrie this in the library, because she's starting to look up about telekinesis. Right. Right. And she's just like, she freezes up. She's like, why is this guy talking to me? Because yeah. she liked his poem. Yeah, right? in, in one of the English classes. Class. Yeah. She said it was beautiful. And he actually, I think he genuinely thought that was cool, even though we learned he never wrote it. <laughs> right. He did because his, he was like, oh. Yeah. You see his face and he, um, it's not that he was impressed. I think he was. He was just like, oh, she's. She talked almost like a, a nice surprise, like right. oh wow, in a she, nice way. She talks and she actually listened, and that's that's cool, right? So she says no. She says no, and she like runs and away. She from literally this guy. runs away. Yeah, this poor guy's like, okay, <laughs> and poor her too. I don't blame her. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that that was real. I would think, yeah. oh great, now what are they trying to set me up for? Exactly, which is what she thinks, and. Even I thought it. I'm like, was this a prank? Because since it's been a while, I don't remember if it was. I'm like, I think Mm -hmm. this wasn't. It was meant to be something nice. He tries again. He goes to her house, which when I realized that he went to her house, I'm like, oh, no. Margaret is around. Yeah. But he asked her at the door. I was really surprised at how long 
it's not a long scene per se, but how how long that interaction took and Carrie's mom did not come to the door. Yeah. I, I She seemed like the type of Carrie didn't say, respond after the second time. She would have been right been there, there in your faith. Yeah, that that was weird. Yeah. For the character to mm-hmm. not have gotten up and gone to the door and be like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Trying to sin with my daughter. Right. I found that very strange. That was a little out of character mm-hmm. for, for that. But it was. He tells her, I'm not leaving until you say yes. She finally says yes. Well, she says yes because mama's coming. Yeah. So she kind of like. Okay, fine. Yes, herself. bye. And she just slams the door and he's like, I'll pick you up at it. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Right. So we have this date and we we get this cool scene of like the the guys going to rent a tuxedo, which was 10 bucks at the time. And I turned to you. I'm like, that's probably like over 100 bucks now. Like, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And the tuxedos were awful. But they were perfect for that era. All puffy with ruffles. Like Jerry Seinfeld would have a heart attack. Yes. With the ruffles. With a puffy shirt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Carrie, you see her making her own dress. Yeah. Um, but Mrs. Collins finds out and she addresses Tommy and Sue saying, Are you got what why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, why are you don't doing hurt that? this girl again? But they admit that this is it's for to be nice. Like mm-hmm. it actually is to be nice to give her something nice to experience. Right. Uh for prom. But she I don't think she quite believes them a hundred percent. No, I don't think so. You know? I don't think so. Even me as the audience, I was like, do you really believe this? Right. They kind of leave it like that, which for a first time watch, obviously, because you know what's going on after you see it the first time, it's misleading in a good way. You're mm-hmm. like, hmm, do you trust what's going on? Right. Do you really believe the characters? It's prom night. Yeah. You see Carrie getting all dolled up for this. And God, does she look pretty. She looks so pretty she does she, she did her hair yep she pretty curls yeah some little curls at the bottom she and her little the dress that she made was really pretty it's very pretty she had the little shawl yeah to go over it she put mascara on lipstick mm-hmm. like it was so great and he came and picked her up and the mom already started yeah he's not coming right he's not coming she was convinced and i was very happy for carrie where she, when she was like i'm going yeah like I'll be home early, but I'm going. And like she like kind of like pushes the mom on the bed, like stay here. She no, she says you sit, and oh, yeah. she uses her telekinesis mm-hmm. to push her onto Carrie's bed. Yeah, and just like stay there. I hated when the mom looks at her and she's like, "Oh, I can see your dirty oh, yeah. pillows." I even re- I I said the whole line before line before she even said them because I remember thinking this is horrible. And it's been decades since I've seen this movie, and it stayed with me. Yeah. Because it annoyed me so much. Like, I, I literally, even at back then, I wanted to go through the screen and punch her in the face. Yeah. And then, but I love Carrie's response. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, they're breasts, and every woman has them. Right. End of story. <laughs> it's like she, all of a sudden, because she had this extra little power. Confidence. And then she had the, the, the ask to the prom, she gained this little confidence. Yeah, which, which was nice. Which was awesome to see. She mm-hmm. was trying to fight back. And, well, she did. And she went to prom. Yeah. I was proud of Carrie. Yeah. 
it was fun to see her. And I, you're right. I think it's because she, I think it was getting asked to the prom mm-hmm. is what gave her a little bit more confidence. Yeah. And seeing mm-hmm. herself like, yeah, I, I'm a pretty girl. Yeah. And I just need okay. to enhance what I have. Right. And this is right as she leaves. This is when her mother calls her a witch. Oh, right. Because right. you gasped when she said that. Yeah, because Carrie mentioned about having some kind of power, mm-hmm. um, and she immediately calls her a witch. I'm just like, that woman was so frustrating and archaic frustrating. in her thinking <sighs> that it was just like, shut up. Mm-hmm. You're so irritating. But what a performance by oh, the yeah, actress. for sure. <laughs> like, Because wow. it was so believable and scary for Carrie. Mm-hmm. Ha <laughs> ha, we rhymed. Anyway, they get to prom. I... I know, I know I'm very harsh, but th- this prom attire from everyone, I'm like, this is so boring. Like, ew, it didn't even feel that fancy. Like, what's going on over here? But, you know, I know it's 1976. Yeah, it was all was pastel colors and, yeah. It's just so boring. I'm like, ugh. And that's because your prom dress was red. Was red. It was gorgeous. It was. It was completely different from anything ever anyone was mm-hmm. wearing. And I know, and it looked gorgeous on you. I, I'm just saying. I'm I just know saying. I'm biased, but you I'm looked just amazing. That was a great dress. I do not regret that decision at all. That pic, like, that's one of those pictures I can look back and be like, yep, still great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still have it in my living room because I oh, love yeah. how that looks on you. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Digress. All right, yeah. Prom is happening. We also see that uh, Chris and Billy have set up the trap or mm-hmm. the prank. And they killed the pig to get the blood to put in the bucket. And the bucket is, what is it, centered or placed? It's placed right above above the, the stage queen. in the rafters, exactly where they believe well, they probably orchestrated it. Yes. Where Carrie would be so that that blood would fall on her. Yes. And what we see is that there's like a, a rope yeah. around 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 it. Uh, okay, I'm going to try to say that right. Around it. Yeah. So that Chris can pull. And let it go. Yeah. And they are hiding under. The stage. The, I think you yeah. said that, but just in case. They're hiding under there, so it's a very long rope. It's a very elaborate plan. Mm-hmm. And they also rig... The prom king and queen yes. uh, votes. So that it is Tommy and Carrie who get. Correct. This whole lead up to them on stage to the famous blood scene is so depressing in a because she's enjoying herself. It is actually, well, we'll get there, but it's a, it's a really beautiful scene. It is, but it's depressing because of the anticipation of what's, I already know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That she was having a great time. It was so well done. It was sweet how well Tommy treated this girl. But not just that. He actually kisses her. He kisses which her. Which he did not have to do. Right. Which leads to my telling what I was discussing with you when we were watching the movie is, yeah. I think he liked her. I think so, He started so, yeah. kind of like falling for her. Yeah, because I think he realized how he was helping her mm-hmm. come out of this shell of what she was in. And he was seeing what a beautiful girl she actually was. Right. And just helping her. Like, yeah. 
you know, it's, it, it's been sad. And even when they got there, his like little click, because he has his own, was accepting of her. Yeah. Like, yeah you're going to sit with us. Yeah. The girl who was part of the click yes. grabbed her, hugged her. You look beautiful. Where'd you right. get that dress? Right. Oh, I she made did, it. She didn't even make fun of her. For making it. For making it. She's like, wow. Right. So right. she's already now becoming part in her head and part of that little community. Right. And then it gets so ruined. It does. And then, you know, he's like, oh, let's dance. She said no. And then he's like, no, 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 we're going to dance. And that's when the whole spinny thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I got, I have to admit, I got very emotional mm-hmm. because how many, you know, I wasn't the popular girl either. I, I'm not going to say I was completely like, uh, what's the word? Uh, not fitting in, but I wasn't like you weren't in the in social, group. but so I know how it feels to not be seen sort of. I mean, this is very much more extreme, but I, I have to stop you there. You mm-hmm. had your own little group. Your but that's little why. band so when you of find, geeky yeah. filmmaker, photographer, musician Nerds. group. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. When you find that, it feels good. Yeah. But she had nothing. But she had nothing. She was literally an outcast. Right. So it's so sad because it's knowing what's going to happen is what makes it so mm-hmm. upsetting and emotional because and how many people feel this way to every day. This is this is life. Yeah. This is this is why I'm saying it's a coming of age story because mm-hmm. that's what makes it a timeless story. It transcends through time. This happens mm-hmm. every year at every school to someone. Yeah. Not not the blood, but yeah. you know somebody feeling left out or just not part of it. Mhm. And I just, I, I was so happy for her. I didn't realize how well it was filmed and how they made her look so beautiful and happy that when you get to that stage and she wins prom queen, she's excited. And she has the flowers in the her crown. arms. Yeah, everything. She's up there with Tommy Ross. Right. He kissed her. She's like, oh my God. And then this fucking tub of blood. Falls on her. And it's exactly what the mom predicted, that they're all going to laugh at you. But- because she is so enraged, she's yeah. seeing people laugh at her. Yes, there are people that are, but she I th- really makes it, she makes herself see, feel that everyone is. Right, including Miss Collins, mm-hmm. who is not. She's horrified, mm-hmm. but her rage is so intense, yeah. and rightly so, that she see. and I still to this day don't think everybody was laughing. I really okay. don't. I think she was seeing it. Mm. That some of the idiot ones that were part well, yeah. of Chris's little team, yes, they yeah. were laughing. Because that girl, Norma. Yes. Who always wore the... She started she, laughing, but the people standing next to her were not laughing. No. They were part of the Tommy clique, who right. were the nice ones. The nice ones. Yeah, they so were like they weren't mortified. La- they were like, what the hell is going on? Now, in the meantime, Sue decides to go and check in. Before all of all that this, happens, yes. she comes in. She yeah. comes in and she's watching, and all she's standing next to the stage to the side behind it, and yeah. she sees a rope because she feels it tugging. Yeah. And she starts following the line. She was about to stop it. Right. Because she, li- she pulled the little curtain from under the stage and she saw Chris and Billy, mm-hmm. but Miss Collins thought. Sue was up to something. Yes, because she's watching her like, what the hell is this girl doing? I knew it was a trap. You could see her face. It's like, oh no, you're not going to screw up this night for this girl. Right. Sucks. She should have let her. (laughs) She should have let her. Yeah. Because maybe it could have stopped what was going to happen. But of course, then we wouldn't have a movie. Of course. 
But Sue is able to get out right. because Miss Collins kicks her out. Yeah, she literally drags her across and the gym, throws yeah. her out. Yeah. Good for her in that sense, bad for everybody else. Yeah. Because that blood covers her. And it is so awful. I have to say that when I first saw this, and now again, because I wasn't sure if it was going to be as impactful impactful i was gonna say impressive but impactful as it was when i first saw it obviously a 50 foot screen will make a big difference yeah when that blood first starts running down her face those droplets are just big yeah and they cover her her the side of her face her hair it's really it's it's gross Mm -hmm. it's terrifying and at the same time i felt heartbroken yes it's terrible. Before it, she like changes into the rage mode, I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. It's just, and the way Tommy looks over and he's trying he was to like so help mad. her. He was enraged himself yeah. as to what happened. Because he started screaming like, you could tell he was like, who did this? Who did, what, what, what is what, this? What is right. this? He right. was so mad. Yeah. And then the bucket falls and it hits him on the head in a way that I think kills him. Yeah. Because I know in the book he gets killed because of the bucket. So not only did these idiots do this to this poor girl, they killed this kid. Yeah. And that's... I I was dreading the bucket scene because knowing how it just changes everything and it's it's sad. And because this poor guy gets fucking killed because of these idiots. Right. Because of the way it hits his head. Yes, Mm -hmm. I agree that he's, he's dead. But even that was sad. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Yeah. You guys are awful people yeah. for doing this. But she changes because yeah. she real she starts playing her mom saying, they're all going to laugh at you. And in her mind, she sees everybody, including the teachers, who yeah. are actually horrified. Yeah. And they're trying to get Tommy out, which right. I think they... Do they get him out? I wonder if they ended up getting him out. I don't think so because no. that's when she goes batshit crazy. And she does. And she sure does. And you know what? Rightly so. But unfortunately, yeah. the, some of the people who were on her side got yeah, as well. I always found this scene very impressive. It scared me at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the visual of it, like when she's able to move that water hose and the water hose takes out the light so only a red light mm-hmm. is, is in, left. The, in the gym. Which makes the blot on her look more intense than what it actually is yet. Because right. you even mentioned it. I think this is an editing flaw, you said. It is. Because she looks very different from one scene to the next from yeah. when the blood initially falls on her. Yeah. But also there's water. So maybe that's what's making it uh, too. I, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know. The way she looks at the doors, her eyes, the way they roll in her, in her eye socket. Yeah. With the blood. That's That was my point And I kind of went off track there. With the blood going down the side of her face, that always made an impact on me. And it still does because it looks weird. Her eyes look weird. Like they stand out with that red and how pale she is. Mm -hmm. And the way she looks at the doors to make them close, instantly they shut every single door, all the windows, everything. Yeah. And then comes the hose. Mm -hmm. What what, what did I call it? The fire extinguishing? (laughs) The fire hose. Fire hose. Yes. And you see the principal and one of the other teachers get electrocuted because it hits the mm. the microphone when they're like saying, calm down. And mm. I, I mean, 
this is mass chaos in yeah. that gym because it, it takes place in the gym. Yeah. Well, she's still scary. Like, she's still very impressive because of the eye movement. Um, kudos to her for making that her own. Yes. Because the way she starts looking around. And like, her I'm head. I'm doing it, but There's something it's creepy a about the way she moves her head. Yeah. And when she kills the PE teacher. Yeah. I never forgot that. Yeah. Because it's, it, ugh, like, you got, like, crushed by a an awning kind of thing that came down from yeah. the ceiling and she and what made it worse was her pleading yeah. to Carrie like Carrie please and nope you're not saved yeah. either because you did laugh at her and it's at this point that they focus on Chris mm-hmm. watching all this and I think she's like what the hell and she and Billy hightail it out mm-hmm. but then that well anyway and then the her the, the classic of her walking like just it's like she's petrified, mm-hmm. but her head is the only thing that's moving around, and she starts walking out of the gym, and when she walks out, yeah, still a great scene. So if they were so scared, Billy and Chris, right, about what the fuck is going on in this place, mm-hmm. they catch up with Carrie on the street, yeah, because she's walking home, mm-hmm. and they come after her in a car, and right. you can tell Chris is like, determined to kill her to get this girl yeah she cannot let it go no even though she just witnessed what she can do what they and what they caused and what carrie can do right so i did find that strange like why wouldn't i would you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna chalk it up to their egos and their stupidity No, no kidding but well carrie got them back really well yeah i thought so because the car is charging at her mm. her back is to the car Right. And all of a sudden, she just turns around and she does it's this a weird, weird movement. movement with her body, which you is saw creepy. It too. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Where she just, like, her body arches to one side. And I've never forgotten when she leaves the gym that that's that famous thing. If you look at her while she's in the gym, and I'll get back to the, to the thing with the car, there's a way that she puts her hands. Yes, that's what I'm saying. She's walking like petrified. It's this, but her, it, it, it's amazing how that one little detail mm-hmm. stays throughout her walking back. Yeah. And and what an effect it has. Mm-hmm. But getting back to that scene, she she like sideswipes her body and the car just tumbles and blows up. Yeah. And not just blows up once. There's a bigger explosion. Yes. Like there's a little one and then a massive one. Yeah. Oh, so well deserved. Because now you know they're burned to a crisp. They're yeah. not coming back. Yeah. That's now, what you get. And and I have to agree with Stephen King on this. I wish they had had the budget to mm. burn the city down because that is that is what she does mm. as she walks through town, going back home. Mm. She starts destroying the town with fire. Well, I'm and okay people with are it. watching it. I, I know, but yeah. I think that that would have been so cool. Mm. Okay. Um, so she makes it home, covered in blood, takes a bath. Mama is hiding in the shadows. Behind the door of eerily. the bathroom door. Yeah. And we start, we, you know, Carrie is, I think this is where she talked to me and she said, you're right. They laughed at me, but. And she's, Mama, hold me. There it, we go. She said, hold me. It made me so mad that this woman had no compassion for her child. Yeah, that was so painful. Like, this girl just, she lit, I mean, it's cheesy, but it's not. It's, she just wants love like yeah from she wants her mom. mother to love her right 
and we get the backstory on Margaret. Basically, she was a wild child, from mm-hmm. what I can tell. Yeah. And she, I guess, regrets it, whatever the fuck is wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And this is why she is the way she is, just to sum it up. Right. right. The She's psychology behind it is that she was a wild child. She got pregnant. Right. She tried, she and her husband tried to abstain from having sex again. Right. And then he had whiskey on his breath. Right. And she liked it. Right. Like she said. Right. She as a, she she felt ashamed, I guess, of what it sounds like, basically, like liking sex, potentially. I mean, obviously, he it sounded like he might have been an alcoholic. So, mm-hmm. you know, she... There was a lot of shame involved in what was going on, and I think that's and she what this led projected to. it onto her daughter, right? So the point is, the mom is doesn't care. She's plotting to kill yeah. Carrie because as she finally does hug Carrie, she stabs her in the back. In the back, yeah. Carrie rolls down the stairs. Can you imagine this girl? No, like now what she thinks, a night. Now she she's convinced that this was a prank, right. the prom thing, because she doesn't know any she better. She doesn't from know right now. And now your own mother stabs you is trying to kill you. Who loves me at this point? No one Mm -hmm. is what Carrie is probably thinking. But, you know, Carrie is Carrie and she got her mama pretty good. Oh, yeah. She basically kills her through telekinesis just like the Jesus statue. In the prayer closet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly like that. But with household items. But with house, including a um, peeler. Peeler, potato peeler. Yeah, that you were convinced. You remember you commented. Yeah, let's talk about that. Kill her, right? (laughs) Because I'm like, come on, they're just like one of them. I think was a spatula Mm. and a potato peeler. It's like, how could this actually kill her? And then when they zoom out, yeah, and you see where the points are, like the heart, um, probably the abdomen, uh, abdomen, maybe I don't know. I don't know where the organs are maybe a liver who the hell knows an artery they got some good organs there but she looks like she's been crucified like the jesus in the prayer closet yep she carrie takes her mother down pulls her because Mm. she pulls her off i know i know the knives that are in her hand that are holding her onto the whatever those things are and she pulled oh my god i mean she was dead i mean she was dead but but just the thought of it pulled her arm out oh she pulls her into the prayer closet finally gets her because the house starts crumbling but that's carrie crumbling the house i mean at this point she's lost it yeah and i I think i think that she did that intentionally she was like i'm done with life i'm done like nobody loves me my own mother tried to kill me what's my purpose here Right. right so the house crumbles along over them the ceiling starts to cave in it catches fire and that's it yes and we carrie and margaret die right we learn that you know this was a big tragedy sue is traumatized Uh, rightly so she is having nightmares and the famous ending of this which i also never forgot was her she's having a dream walking to the property the where property. the white house the white's house yeah. was <laughs> and it what did it say carrie rotting in hell or something I mean, rotten hell you guys are still continuing yeah well like, i mean it's it's a dream well that, but oh, we don't yeah, know true. it that's true and it's a, on a for sale sign that's in the shape of a is it in the shape yeah, of a cross kinda, it kind of looks like it kind of makes it look like it and yeah. she's got flowers in her hand mm-hmm. Dreamlike. Dreamy, very dreamy. It kind of reminded me Soft of... Soft filter. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of some of the dreams and Nightmare on yes, Elm Street. agree. 
Agree. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's got that filter on it. And mm-hmm. she's just walking slowly. And let's talk about the music that's playing there, which mm-hmm. is this weird little... Melancholy. Melancholy music. But it plays here, too. Yeah. And as she's she kneels down, she goes to put the thing, the fl- the thing, the flowers at the grave or whatever you want to call it. Mm. And Carrie's hand comes up and grabs her. Right, right. And then Famous. she's waking up and her mom is holding her down, trying yeah. to console her. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, I want to comment that Stephen King wrote this clearly in his 20s. I'd have to really think about it, but most of his books are males for the, I mean, well, again, yeah, I haven't read lot, everything. So. Yeah, a lot of them are based on, on his own experience. On writers. Yeah. And, but what I appreciate from this, and I commented while we were watching the movie, not only is this his, it's his first book successful, it's very well done, but he was able to write a female teenager mm-hmm. in a very vulnerable state discovering her period like how did he do that i mean i think that's great i can't write for shit so for me whether you agree or not i just i sympathize i i love that he was able to write such such a vulnerable teenage female Mm -hmm. when that that's a hard time in anyone's life yeah so kudos because i thought it was really well done and i think it translated very well into the movie certainly did for sure and uh whether it's social commentary or not, I don't pick on people. Okay, be nice, <laughs> or just leave be nice. Them, or you know what? If you can't be nice, just leave them. The just hell leave alone. them alone, right? Like if you don't like, if you don't like, you can't like everybody. I understand. Right. Just keep going, right? <laughs> keep on trucking. Just do your own thing. As <laughs> you, you do, s- you you do you. Boo, <laughs> boo, get it, boo, because ghosts are. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dad joke. You. I'm just going to stop there. Okay. <laughs> I love it. though. So, I love it. Um, uh, any final thoughts for you? Although we have our categories. So. Yeah, we do have our categories. But something that was very different in the book from the movie, and I and I just want to point it out, is the book goes back and forth between um, Sue, because she's ultimately in the book blamed for everything that happened. Yeah, you did mention that. Hmm. And how she wants to clear the air that this it wasn't her Mm. and everybody believes she set it all up and it all happened because of her Mm. they don't know the real story it also goes back and it talks about telekinesis itself and Mm. different cases that are that have happened Mm. and how they all lead up to carrie and all that stuff that sounds like stephen king that's exactly (laughs) obviously it's hard to convey that in a in a movie yeah I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that, but I understand that then we would have had a three-hour movie if we threw everything that I'd like to see in there. Right. And would it change the movie? And probably it would. Right. But read the book or listen to it. it. Yeah. Or listen to it on audio. It's um, short, too. It is short, and it's really good. Yes. Yeah. Then let's go ahead and dive into our categories. categories. Yes. And we will start off with sound in movie. Mm-hmm. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, no, you go ahead um to start off and then I'll 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 kick off after I, that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a cool mix and it was just weird that it had psycho like music which we already talked about as to why 
at the right moments. I like the scary scenes, but then the rest of the movie had a, there's no other way to describe it, but a cheesy 70s melancholy kind of romantic upbeat music yeah like, specifically the part where they go to the tuxedo rental was yeah. like this weird silly 70s music almost like slapstick music yeah that yeah. was like are we watching a horror movie because in it it kind of doesn't play out like a horror movie initially it's just right. like a drama and then mm-hmm. um, the prom is what yeah, changes it, it horrifying yeah <laughs> so i liked it. it it was very like obvious like the back and forth and the making you feel a certain way at certain points in the movie so i enjoyed the music part of this movie well i i agree with you the psycho the nod to psycho and alfred hitchcock was pretty evident yeah um, I think a couple, they did it twice where that whole, the, the music that's played in the shower scene is what actually was playing that. Ee, yeah. Ee, that, that probably right, sounds like funny on, on hearing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cue the music there. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah. And when it played the first time, you and I looked at each other like, oh my God, like, what? what? <laughs> so what? Yeah. that was cool. But you know, I, I do agree that that music was kind of cheesy, but but it was fine. It was fine, but it was also spooky. Really? Yeah. Oh, it didn't give me creep vibes it, at all. It was when they oh, okay. were not the not the part with the um tuxedo. The t- tuxedo. You mean the nightmare? The nightmare. That uh, music that's played at the nightmare. Yeah. Is the other music that's played like at the oh, prom okay, when okay. she and Tommy are dancing? Yeah. Um. Okay. And I felt that it was much more noticeable, obviously intentionally at the end, and I think that's what made it in retrospect. Mm scarier got it got it does that okay. make sense yeah it makes sense so i thought that mm-hmm. was very clever how they took that music that was playing yeah. at the prom when they're having the best time of their life is what's played similar at the end right okay which is almost a foreshadowing Whoa. <laughs> okay what is your favorite scene of the movie okay i have two favorite scenes <laughs> and both of them are polar opposites of each other yeah Okay, I love the whole prom scene where she's happy. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, go go on. (laughs) I love the whole scene where between her and Tommy before she yes gets pigged on stage. Yeah, I thought it was beautifully, tastefully done. Innocent. When I watched it the first time, it kind of pulled at my oh, I want to be that girl at that not with the pig scene. Pig I would hope not. Yeah, but that part where you have that guy, that knight in shining armor, right. quote unquote, at the prom. Yeah, it touched on that. Um, but I also like when she flips Chris and Billy Nolan. I I right. felt like you guys got what you deserved. Yeah, you fuckers. They sure did. <laughs> What about um what about you? Mine is the whole prom sequence from beginning to end because of that change, right? You have this like you 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 hit it tastefully I innocent prom scene with mm-hmm. uh Carrie and Tommy. It really got me in the heart too, like, oh my god, this is so nice and he he really liked her, like he's not being an asshole. Like right. he even you even mentioned he got up. Mm-hmm. To give the seat to the teacher yeah. to talk like, to her. Like I told you, this is a mannered, a, a well mannered gentleman because yeah. that doesn't happen as much nowadays. Right. For those of you that don't know, right. It was proper for a, a a man or a boy to when a woman entered a room to get up from their seat. 
It and was offer just it, yeah. offer it, and also it was just an attention to detail. Right. So little little things like that, and mm-hmm. then the pig thing, and and just her switch. Yeah. It's just very impressive. The whole scene. It. I was worried that it wasn't gonna deliver for me on this watch since it's been. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I saw it, mm-hmm. but it did. Yeah. It. It just. It hit all the right boxes for me. It was spectacular. Yeah. I agree with you. It is. From beginning to end, the whole prom thing is great. The good part and the bad part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get on to best character. Okay. I'm looking at our outline, and we pretty much have the exact same people. Oh, okay. For me, best character, Carrie and Tommy. Yes. I, I really like that. Dynamic? Yeah. Me too. And I just like them individually. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, I was expecting in the tuxedo rental that maybe he was going to talk shit. But he didn't. Be like, oh, I have to take this girl. He didn't even mention it. He didn't even mention it. They were just having a good time trying to run tuxedos. And his friends weren't jerks either. No, they didn't say anything. No. It was great. Yeah. He really, like, it it hurt to see him also go down. Yeah, it did. And I think that's what it is, that he's not a jerk. At all. At all. Even when he, even when Sue told him, he didn't like, Ugh! he was just like, but why? Because, I mean, they're boyfriend and girlfriend too. Right. So it's it, like, but why? Like, right. You and I are together. Right. In a way. And just like, why am I going to do that? Right. So Carrie and Tommy. Yeah. And best unlikable character. I mean, you put Chris. I put Chris and Billy because to me, they were They were enraging. both bad. Yeah. They, they were, were so dis- bad they were that s- they were good. They were disgusting. Yeah. They were. Both but of they them. were great at it. Yes, they were. They That's did. what makes it. Yeah. Just to clarify, because I feel like the best unlikable character is a weird thing. It's that it's like saying the best bad guy. I guess yeah. we should say it that way because they're so bad, but you you, you like love them. them. Yes, because it's so good that they're ba- they're oh. so bad that it's great. Yes, absolutely. That's why I like best unlikable character. There we go. Yeah. And next, what character would you be? We pick what character we would be in the movie for mm-hmm. each other. I am interested as to why you chose this for me, but I chose <laughs> Carrie for you because don't mess with you because if you had this power, you'd be unstoppable. Oh, I would. Yeah. If I something, know. Oh, oh, I, know. I would. So that's why I chose there Carrie. There would be no pity. I'm aware. <laughs> You're Carrie. Why? Please, please explain this. Because. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I want to hear it. Thank God it wasn't Chris or Billy, at least. Spoiler alert. No, because you, you don't have that. There so. was a empath- empathetic. Mm. Who did you choose before you? Oh, that's right. Well, I was going to lead up to oh, that. Okay, but okay. you just slowed my mojo sorry, there. Sorry, sorry. There was an empathetic part of Miss Collins mm. that echoes you ah all right fine it's like i wouldn't laugh at somebody for that but But she didn't laugh okay she wanted to help carrie and that i see in you i could see you trying to boost her confidence and saying you're really pretty look this is what you could do just put your hair up and a little change and and it just change changes i could see you being that person i don't want you to get killed like she you. did. Thank you. But I could see you being that person. And I could also see you taking taking it out on those bitches for what they did oh, to her. Fuck those bitches. You see? So rude. You see? Yes. Okay. I now, take that prom make... tickets away. Oh, yeah. You, But the school didn't allow it. That's true. That's true. They didn't allow it. So, Fine. 
fine, 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 fine. All right, fine. I'll take it. I I'll Now do you understand? Yes. Okay. You. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Does this movie hold up? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, really, like, greatly enjoyed this movie. It, it stayed in my mind last night. Me too. After and this we, morning. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. when I was doing the outline and I was looking some things up and... I really, I thought about it and I was like, man, I really, really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I was not disappointed. Like when I've seen other movies and we're like, oh man, why did I actually- House on Haunted Hill. (sighs) I will never live that shit down. That was bad. That was- That really was bad. That that was horrific. That was bad revisiting. But yes, I agree. Yeah. fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. And now our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We apply these rules when we watch horror movies to see what rules are broken. And if they increase or decrease, Mm -hmm. chances of survival. All right. I'll start with number one. Don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs, the basement, or the attic. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter... Do not disturb. Looks spooky. Yeah. Just looks haunted. It's dilapidated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance or probably telekinesis. Mm. Uh, I on I put it here. I don't think any rules were broken. This None was of our strain, rules this, were broken in but this it, one. But everyone died. But so everyone there you died. Go. <laughs> Except Sue. Except Sue. <laughs> so... Honestly, I think this is the first time. No rules were broken. I know. There were no rules, and but yet, yet they the died. outcome was insane. <laughs> so well, clearly all yes. bets are off. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? I agree with your rating. Yeah, this was a zero out of five. Yeah. That's there was fine. no screaming, but there was tension. It's yes. different. It's a different it's a kind different of kind movie. Of thing. So and last but not least, we finally added a rating system to our movies, mm-hmm. and we give Cups of Horror mm-hmm. as our rating. Oh my, we agree. Yes, we did. So, on three, one, two, three. Nine, Nine cups, cups of, of horror. horror. <laughs> I I really, I haven't stopped thinking about it. Like I said, I want to definitely reread it or listen to it, whichever wins mm-hmm. in the span of time. Really enjoyed it. I didn't realize how well the movie was made and how well they make Carrie. And then the switch yeah. is so sudden, but so satisfying to watch when she flips <laughs> like that. So it's a great, great movie. It aged extremely well, which we mentioned. Practical effects and just the story. Coming of age story with revenge. Good shit. We rented this on Amazon and you can also, well... Be careful, because when I looked this movie up on Google, it said it's on Paramount Plus. We went on Paramount Plus, and it was the remake, mm-hmm. not the original. Right. The original apparently is on Showtime, so if you have Showtime and somehow Paramount Plus and Showtime will join forces or have, I don't know. So the point is, you rent it on Amazon, and you can watch it on Showtime, yeah, if this is a mess. Showtime. This is becoming a major mess right now. Like you yes. can go on to Amazon and you can rent movies for other streaming services through them. Right. You can go into HBO Max or and Max it's or whatever Max it's now. called. This is crazy. It's a lot. It's it too is. much. It is. It's too much to consume. Yeah. 
Anyway, so that's a wrap on Carrie. Nicole, I hope you enjoyed this review. Let us know by commenting or DMing us. This was for you. And we had a great time revisiting this classic ourselves. And happy belated birthday. Again, woo-woo, streamers, streamers confetti, and stuff. party hats. Hope everyone enjoyed. No pig blood. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. We're, we're not ruining the prom. No. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Horror Cafe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games. And you can also visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com, where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode. And in the meantime, stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.